Hi, thanks for joining our Lunch Break Podcast. We hope you enjoy the time you spend with Ben and myself, Paul, as we talk through issues in pastoral ministry as well as all things related to the NBA. Is that a weird combination? Yes, it's always peanut butter and jelly when you think about it. So grab your lunch and join us during our Lunch Break Podcast. Well, welcome to our Lunch Break Podcast. This is Paul. And this is Ben. And I am enjoying some bulgogi that my uh, wife prepared for me last night. Nice. I'm, I'm enjoying some uh, honey bunches of oats. <laughs> Why are you eating cereal right now, Ben? Tell us. I just love cereal. You know, I, I love breakfast at all times of the day. Mm-hmm. I do like breakfast during lunch. That's when mm-hmm. it's especially good, I think. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a well, radical thing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, today, you know, we're we're going back to our pastoral ministry type of podcast, and uh, we're going to touch on the issue of membership in the church, especially as pastoral uh, ministers, as pastors, pastoral ministers, as a uh, as pastors. Obviously, membership is a super important part of how we do ministry and stuff. But you know, we didn't all get there all at you know from the very beginning, and so. Um, you know, so we, we want to talk through how we got to that point where we started implementing membership in our churches and why we think membership is important and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Ben, how does your church do membership? <laughs> so my church, we do membership, um, and it's really interesting because we have a, uh, KM, uh, Korean ministry, Korean speaking ministry, and then a English speaking ministry. And when it comes to membership, our Korean speaking ministry does do a form of membership, but it is a little different from our uh, English speaking ministry side. Mm-hmm. So, in some ways, although the beliefs are the same, the method and the process and how membership kind of continues on is a little different. Um, so, where the CAM side, they uh, it's a little bit more of a lax membership. Um, they don't have a very robust membership process mm-hmm. um, in the beginning they do have a what we call um, well they do have classes to kind of teach of what our church believes uh, afterwards that people would have to do in order to serve and get more involved oh, so they stuff. do theological teaching like after membership is after there. membership yeah oh okay so, so then, okay a lot of it is just an intro to our church or what we what we do um, our method our process and then they, they you know, they choose to become members, and then, and then afterwards, if they want to be active members and serve, then there's another process for that, hmm. um, which is really it's it's a little odd for for I think uh, the process that we've seen in terms of membership. Yeah. So sure. I don't know if I, for me, it's almost like I don't know if I really call it membership per se. Oh, that those classes before they do. Yeah, the yeah. I see. I see. Um, but hmm. um, what do they call it? They they call it. Um, uh, newcomers class and then um, just like church life afterwards. Hmm. Yeah, so church life is the theological is the teaching. theological teaching in order to for people to serve. I see. So, um, oh, interesting. Yeah, for us, um, so our church is pretty old church from what I understand, um, and they had membership for a long time and. Um, they did it and stuff, but I don't know when exactly it happened because I wasn't there when, when it happened, but um, I think either it just kind of um, fell off or just they just kind of 
I don't know why it wasn't maintained very strongly. Yeah. Um, or at least a formal form of, of yeah. membership. Um, I think they just, on some, for some people, it was like, you were just there for a long time. And then, you know, then you have to, if you ask them to go through membership, it's like saying that, hey, you weren't a member of our church, but yeah. then they've, gone, they've been going there for like 10 years or something yeah, yeah. like that, right? Their family. Um, and so it's kind of an awkward place. And so when I came in, one of the first things I did want to do was establish some sort of formal membership, especially for our EM, for our English ministry. And again, it's a complicated situation because we do have Korean, uh, our Korean ministry and they mm-hmm. have members and then we have our English ministry and we have members, but we're still under one church or we are one church still, or we consider ourselves that way. Um, and so is it a formal, you know, is it a formal uh, member? Like, does our EM count? You know, like, our, does our, is our form of membership uh, count towards? And, and the way we look at it is, yes, our, our, the, the, the classes that we set up, we have a four-week class um, where we go through uh, the beliefs of the church, uh, the uh, basic beliefs, like making sure that our, um, uh, that people who are interviewing, they, they, ha- they understand the gospel. Like, that's actually part yeah. of the interview. That's our yeah. fourth week. And then we talk about baptism and communion because we do communion every week at English uh, during our English ministry. And baptism is just one of the first things that we would want them to do if they haven't been baptized mm-hmm. believe, through um, believe credo baptism, yeah. believer's baptism. Uh, and yeah, and so we talk about those things. And then, um, yeah, and so we start doing that. And yeah, it does come to, it makes it complicated because, you know, you have two separate different classes for members. Mm-hmm. Um, between the KM and the EM, and they still have it. I don't know how much they actually use it because I guess I don't really, I haven't really seen what they've done. But, um, but we, and but yet we only have technically one membership because we have one church. Yeah. Uh, and it's complicated because I know that a lot of people looking at that situation um, would say, "Oh no, you guys should just treat us two separate churches, two separate memberships." Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, well, no, it's not that simple. Like, yeah. You know, uh, it's really not that simple because uh, mm-hmm. we a lot of some of our EM members are. There because their parents are there, you know, and their parents are on the KM side, you yeah, know, yeah. so they're not one family under, you know, like th- things like that. And um, we're still staffed in a way that like we're still functioning as one church. We still support uh-huh. one another in our ministries or KM and EM ministry. And so yeah. it's not as simple as, oh, you have two separate memberships, so you should have two separate churches. Mm-hmm. Um, you have two separate service times, so you should have to <laughs> yeah. consider two yeah. separate churches. It's, it's, it's not that simple. Like, like if you're in a bicultural context like we are, yeah. um, it does get a little dicey, you know. Now, ideally, ideally, yeah, you would have a church that speaks all the same language, yeah. you know, with, you know, um, and accepts each other's cultures perfectly, and you yeah. know, can all function like that. But no, I mean that's not where we are. That's what not yeah. where we're at. That's not where any church, believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> is at. I think so. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I would agree. I think even for us, we're kind of in the same situation where our EM. I had to establish our membership because. Uh, I don't think our youth group goes to membership. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, a lot even the even the people that have grown up in our church, like when you if you were to ask them, hey, are you a member of our church? I think it would be a very interesting um, mm-hmm. conversation. Like, yep. they, I don't think they really understand that. Uh, I think when it comes to um, even just being uh, a member, even just the way you talk about it, yeah. I think even for me, I've caught myself because. I'm so used to just saying, oh yeah, you know, like the members in our church, even though they haven't gone through membership, the members in our ministry, even though they haven't done it, um, it's such an, it's such a interesting, uh, it's almost like from how I've grown up, mm-hmm. that's just kind of the language you use and it's not because we, I grew, didn't grow up with formal membership in my own church, mm-hmm. 
there's no other way to categorize or talk about it. So I have some, I have some struggle even with like, oh, like what is a, what is a true member? Oh, what sure. do you call people if they're not members but they're just coming? Yeah. Are they just church attenders? You know. Right. Um, so our EM does that too. We have our own thing. I, I think I've never, I've never been in a part of a formal membership. So I go a little bit hard on the theology. Mm-hmm. It's very, very much class setting and really setting the basis of, of what we believe as a church. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like, I, I, it's it's pretty intensive, uh-huh. at least for the way I see it. So I've even considered, oh, is it, is it too much? But hmm. at the same time, uh, we do have an interview process as well mm-hmm. for our EM and just sharing and, and wanting to get to know the people, wanting to get to know, make sure that they understand what it means to be a member, what we, what we ask of them if they're members and what the church promises to do for them uh, as members, and really going over that part of um, being able to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, I think that's... One of the biggest things is if you're going to call yourself a member of the church, I think it would be really important to understand the gospel mm-hmm. and be able to share it. Even I think if you can't share it, it, it's hard for me to believe that you really know it. Mm-hmm. So we go through that process, and uh, I think you know you've shared with me before that sometimes it's it, they don't have it a hundred percent perfectly. Yeah, they don't. But they have uh, most of it down where you can just um, walk them through uh, the full picture of it mm-hmm. and then help them to just keep reminding them to, hey, hey, this is the full gospel. This is all of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we all have our own stories and how we come to that point. Yeah. So it's, uh, they might not have the full picture, but they get it and they understand it to the point where we can accept that. No, it's true. They're, be- they're safe. Mm-hmm. They're believers. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said earlier that you weren't raised in a uh, environment where you had mm-hmm. formal membership. And I wasn't either. At least I didn't mm-hmm. understand it like I learned about membership through um, when I first came to seminary, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, I was going to a church, and I did go through a formal process of membership. Mm-hmm. I signed a covenant and did all this yeah. stuff, and um, went had a meeting, had an interview, all that kind of stuff, um, and I became a member of the church. And that church particularly called we were called partners because they didn't want to make members sound like a gym <laughs> member, like a church sound like a gym <laughs> membership. And so they you're a partner of the church, which is cool. I like that actually, but um, but yeah, and so that's where I kind of learned it, and then. Um, I had lived a year in Kentucky uh, to uh, transfer to a different seminary and um, learned, of, like, I, I also went through a formal membership process there, too. And it was way different than the one hmm. uh, I had gone through. Uh, and the membership is, so, is done so differently. So my perception of membership is always, uh, has, has become a little more strict, as, I think, as, uh, I've, as I've grown yeah. a little further, like, making sure that the... Um, people who go through a membership process like actually know uh-huh. the gospel like yeah. and I really and then are baptized like yeah, that's yeah. a really important part for exactly. us is that they are baptized and that when they take communion they understand like mm-hmm. what communion means yeah know? like things like that have become really really important for for me as I've learned about uh, what it means to be a member mm-hmm. of a church and what what's expected yeah. of members you know so yeah. yeah that's true I I I wasn't raised in it you know I think um, uh, a lot of at least Korean churches um, don't really have a formal form of membership. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, I just grew up. Oh, this is my church. You know, I'm just yeah. going, I grew up. I grew up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my friends are there. So it's just oh, this is just my church, and that's yeah. kind of the only idea or concept I had of it. I think if anything, uh, thoughts of membership weren't as serious. Um, like things like um, uh, communion mm-hmm. and baptism. Uh, serving in the church, all those things were taught, but they weren't taught in the in the in the idea of membership. It right, kind of like you're supposed to do stuff for the church. Yeah, as a Christian, this is just what you do. Yeah, you go to church, um, you serve the church. 
do Christian things. Yeah. So I think it wasn't until I got older. The church I was at before I actually came out, moved out uh, here in Texas um, for seminary, uh, we did membership. But I don't think I even really understood what that meant even then. Sure. Like to the sure. to the depth that I do now, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, we just want people there. You know, we want people to kind of uh, take ownership. But it was odd because people were going on saying, "This is my church." Mm-hmm. You know, so what is what is that line? Like, where is that? And um, so when I came here and and just even talking to you throughout seminary, talking yeah. to other friends, um, you know, reading 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 books. Um, you know, like <laughs> that are written by like nine marks and mm-hmm. um, nine marks is very helpful. Yeah, it's very helpful. And just reading through those, I started realizing, oh, like this is what membership is. Yeah, you know, it's it's them buying in, being a part of the church, like taking ownership of the church, like making sure that it's not just my church, but that their lives and and the way they live revolve around that idea of yeah. it truly is their church. Like yeah. they're living by that statement. Yeah. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I and I totally understand that too. But I think it also goes the other way. And this is the part I think that kind of gets lost with the uh-huh. members of my church is that. But also now that uh, the, you are the churches, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. you belong to this yeah, church yeah. now. So they said this is my church, but it's like, but also at the same time, like don't forget these people that you've come yeah to, yeah exactly. You exactly. are theirs now, and uh-huh. they have a say in your life exactly, as members. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Um, and that expectation yeah. um, is is there and should be there. You know, yeah. like and, and we always we kind of emphasize that especially during our community time yeah like if you're a member of the church we're expecting you to come up and take take uh-huh. a need of these elements yeah uh, whereas with our now with people who are non-members that are, that are christians we invite them to take it yeah and then with those who aren't christians but are just visiting whatever the case is mm-hmm. i would say don't take it you know yeah. don't don't just this isn't for you this is mm-hmm. for members this is for christians uh-huh. uh, that we've done for a long time yeah now. yeah no I, I completely agree i think um uh I think even even when you think about like gym membership, that idea, <laughs> like even though you say that's your gym and you go there, you're not really doing any work. You mm-hmm. know, you're not building, help building it. All you're doing is using that and and, and, and taking from it. Exactly. But when the in the sense of church membership is, it's not just you receiving, but mm-hmm. it's also you pouring in and mm-hmm. um and, and allowing that church to be one together. Um, so I would completely agree. Like there is this also this also this understanding of your expectations in that, but also mm-hmm. as the church. What is the church doing for you? Yeah. you know, what? How is the church speaking into your life? How yeah. is the church connecting to you? How is um, the church guiding you to be a better Christian? Yeah. You know, and I think even when we when we announce our members at our church, we've done it. We've gone through two sessions of classes, and at the end of it, we bring our members up. And the first time, it was me uh, speaking as the church, and then our new members speaking as the new members, mm-hmm. and we had kind of like this covenant pledge that we said. Yep. And. This next round, we had some member, some previous members, so I actually had them come up and speak as the church. Oh. And then the new members come up and speak as the new members. Oh, that's pretty interesting. And they did uh, a pledge to just commit to one another. And we did it in front of the whole church so they could see this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, I think, I think that concept is, is it, it's so foreign because we didn't grow up with it. Yeah. But then as we're kind of working through it, at least for me, when I, as I'm working through it, I'm understanding this is the benefit of it. This is mm-hmm. why we need to do it. This is why it's important. And I think it's really cool that you guys display it. It yeah. makes it clear, like as a declaration almost to the rest of the church, mm-hmm. being educated in this. You yeah. Know? You, know. Um, you know, and I think um, part of the, and you said something earlier interesting is that, um, and I think I agree, is that a lot of churches, or Korean churches particularly, don't have membership yeah. or like, or maybe they do, but it's so informal, you don't realize that that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and I think that, might be the case because when you think about the history of like Korean churches, Korean American, or maybe maybe Asian American churches yeah. in general, I'm not sure. Is that you know immigrants came to ch- like 
started coming to church not because they were Christians necessarily yeah. all the time. Uh, I'm sure there were obviously there were some, but um, if if a church grew in size, it was because there were these people inviting new immigrants yeah. to come to the church so that they could find a Korean community. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's where else they're gonna go. Yeah. Other than the grocery market, the grocery market <laughs> you're gonna go and you're gonna eat, you know buy some Korean food and you may say hi to a registered yeah. person or whatever, but um, you're not gonna have any friendships, you're not gonna have any relationships, mm-hmm. and I think that's what one of the biggest difference between a gym membership and like yeah. a church membership is. It's like gym members are again, like you said, you're just taking, you're benefiting from yeah. the gym, but whereas here it's like you're benefiting from each other, yeah, you have exactly. to, like, as exactly. members of one another, you know that kind of thing. And so, yeah, but but I what. The informal side of that, mm. I think, is also kind of helpful to think about because, again, um, looking at gym membership um, and church membership, it's like you have a family feel mm-hmm. in one, and one and one's very covenanted, yeah. while the other one's contractual. Yeah. Other membership, like a clubhouse membership exactly. or whatever, you're, it's a contractual. It's like, hey, if you follow these rules, you can use our place. Yeah, yeah. But for here, it's like, hey, we have to help each other out. You exactly. Know? We're, exactly. We're members of one another, things like that. Yeah. So it's really, really, um, it's an interesting dichotomy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, how do you think its uh, membership has helped your ministry as you've started? Because both of us started it pretty recently, yeah, I think, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think for us, we've only been doing it now for about a year now uh-huh. or so. So yeah. I think, how about how, how has it been for you? Well, we we've we've been there. I've been there for a little bit over two years now, and um, I didn't start doing membership till about a year in. I mean, mm-hmm. I just really wanted to get the feel of of the group, um, build leaders. And then and then get them to buy into that idea of membership, and then go through membership, and then and then get others to buy in. Um, it's helped in the sense of uh, get giving a platform. I think mm-hmm. like like when we're saying hey, like as Christians, as part of a church, you have something to go off of. It's not just hey, as part of a church, you guys should do this, but it's but you get to start off and, and you know when Jesus says like love one another as I've loved you, he's talking to his apostles to love each other. It's not hey, go love everybody mm-hmm. no he said hey love one another yeah and you get a platform to then say hey when the, when when the scriptures say love one another you start with the members you start with the people that have committed together these are believers these are people that the church has vetted and made sure that they are christian love them <laughs> sorry <laughs> love them you know love them as jesus has loved you mm-hmm. and and let that love be an example of of what uh, christ's love looks like for others yep so that when they come in they can see that and, and, and start to realize there is something different. Yeah. There is something that, that this church brings that is different from what the world could bring. Absolutely. Um, and it gives a platform to kind of jump off of. Yeah. I think it, it, instead of just saying, hey, just love anybody that calls himself a Christian. Yeah. You're just saying, hey, no, these people are Christian. Let's love them. Let's build this community with them. Yeah. And then let's branch out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. For me, like our church has been, like what it's allowed me to do, uh, and I guess maybe you're putting it in the same, you're saying the same thing as about what I'm about to say is that like, for us, it's like, we can now put the expectation on them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this is no longer a contractual agreement where mm-hmm. you come just to get your fill of a yeah. sermon, of God's words, <laughs> prayer time, you know, check mark off a list to yeah. be holy so that other people who you know in the Korean circles know that you're going to church. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's not that anymore. Now, there's an expectation for you. It's like, you better take communion. Yeah. You better get baptized. Yeah. You better, you know, serve the church. You better love one another. You better reconcile with one another. Yeah. You know, yeah. you better stop talking trash behind each other's yeah. backs. You better, you know, repent yeah. and things like that. Those are things that we can say and we can have total expectation yeah. that they'll follow those things because um, otherwise, like, and here's the other thing. 
what that also does for those of a, for those people at our church who are just kind of coming, you know, and, and visiting, and you know, whatever the case is, like we don't expect that of them. Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to exactly. repent. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't expect them to serve our church or you know help in any way. But I expect our members, the people yeah. who who sign up, who covenanted, to be like, hey, stack chairs, or yeah. you know, pull up the tables, or you know, whatever the case is, serve serve our KM members, like whatever the case is. Yeah, uh, that expectation it g- gives me that. Thing. And, and it also gives them, gives um, allows them to expect things of me as, as yeah. a pastor. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, they have to be able to say, Paul, you better live the life that you're preaching. Yeah. You know, like that. They they totally have that on me. And yeah. that's what I expect too. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it gives me accountability as exactly. well to be able to do those things. So membership has benefited our church in those ways. Yeah, like, um, definitely. Very well, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as all things, you know, there are issues that come with, yeah. up with it that makes it difficult. What are some of those issues at your church? Um, I think probably the biggest thing is not trying to lighten membership too much mm-hmm. because the concept is so foreign, um, it, at least in the Korean American community, because the Korean churches never did it mm-hmm. um, in, this, in the way that we're doing it, that, yeah. that you're kind of worried. Like, oh, like if I want people to become members, do I lighten it? Or do I tell, hey, no, it's not that, or, sure. it's, you know, this or that, or you, you're trying to convince them almost, sure, you know? Sure. And I think that part... You just got to wrestle with that and yep. work through it. I think we've had a couple occasions. Um, I've had to turn someone away from membership because mm-hmm. their heart just wasn't there. You mm-hmm. know, they, they, they just kind of thought it would be the next right step for them as a, as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, not not in the sense to buy into the church and what we what we want to do, but to just say, hey, like I'm checking off another another mark on my list. And sure. I had to talk them through that and help them to understand and see that and... Um, Help them to understand, like, you know, if, if your heart's not there, then we don't want to force you into this membership. You know, yeah. This is a commitment. Yeah. This is something that you're going to have to put effort into. Yeah. And if, if your heart's not there, you're just going to get bitter. You're just yeah. going to get angry. So I had to, I had to talk someone through that even. Um, and there's there's another guy who's who's a great guy. He joined our church. He has a great heart to serve. He, he's actually a fairly young Christian. I think maybe a few years. He's been a Christian for about a few years. So he, on top of the fact that Korean churches don't do it, He's hasn't he doesn't have an understanding of Christianity in, in the depth that some other people do have grown up in the church. So for him, he was really even though his heart is great, even though I've, I've I can vet that he is a Christian, a believer, he had a lot of hesitations with why do I have to sign this contract? Yep. You know, why do I have to sign this yep. piece of paper? That's somebody. Um, somebody made a joke like that. He's like, uh, do I have to get my lawyer in here? Yeah. To, like, look through this covenant document. Yeah, yeah. Like, Come on. Man. <laughs> so it's that's been that's been tough and getting people to really understand <clears throat> that. Um, you know, there's there's definitely been people that um, I would want to call members of our church, but they haven't gone through membership. Yeah, so I can't. Yeah, you know? you know, part of the problem we're running into is that um, a lot of our members grew up in that church before yeah. I was even there. Yeah, yeah. And so they always they've always felt like they were, went through the youth yeah, group, college, exactly. young adult, all that exactly. stuff, and now all that's gone, and yeah. all we have is an EM. We yeah. don't have a youth group. We don't have a mm-hmm. college group or anything like that. Um, and now they have to be like, okay, so, you know, who's going <laughs> to what? Like, who's going to plan out my mission trip? Yeah, yeah. Like that, you know? It's like your workplace. <laughs> you know, like, things like that. Um, but but because those people are so familiar and they grew up in the church, they kind of already think, oh, I just inherited exactly. my membership, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, <laughs> we want a formal thing yeah. of that, you know? We want to formalize that. Um, yeah. And part of the issue, too, um, of when I came into our ministry, like, was that... Um, they there there was something like a membership 
class thing. Uh-huh. Um, but not necessarily everyone went through it. And there was a confusion mm. as to some people told me it was a membership thing. And then some other people told me it was like a leadership thing to be leaders uh, at our church, like uh, small group leaders, whatever yeah, the cases. Yeah. And they went through like a deep theological, all this kind uh. of stuff. And so it, there was a lot of confusion. So I just decided, you know, me and, and, and the other pastor at my church, like we decided, hey, let's just blank slate. Yeah. Blank slate. Um, let's start over mm-hmm. and let's make it clear, yeah. you know, about who is a member mm-hmm. of our church, who went through it, who didn't. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then we made that very mm-hmm. clear to our members is that we wanted it just to be clear yeah, about yeah, whether, you're not, whether or not you're a member. And there yeah. should be no confusion yeah. as to what the case yeah. is, you know. On a, on, a, on a quick side note, mm-hmm. do you give out like certificates for members? No, we we, we bought because we have we have so few. So uh, uh-huh. technically, of the you know twenty to, between the twenty to thirty people who yeah. come out regularly to our church or to our EM, yeah, we technically I think might only have like seventeen or eighteen actual members oh, wow. who went That's through the process. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I like the goal at the end of the year was that like all those people who have been coming out regularly, yeah, um, that they all go through membership. Yeah. So if we have twenty to thirty people coming, we want twenty to thirty members. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's that's the, that was our goal for the end of the year. But um, and so 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 since we have a small amount, we actually bought them like a devotional oh, and okay, gave okay, that okay. to them, and then we had them come up front, and we as a, as the rest of the church, we all prayed for them, yeah. and, you know, saying like you know all these things. So, you know. but we didn't give them any like no, not a certificate, okay. but yeah. just we just gave them a gift. Yeah, I, I think that's it was interesting because I was like, oh well. How would, how would, because if they were to, this is like a real side note. Yeah. Like if they were to go to a different church, mm-hmm. like how would they, I guess the only way they could even prove that they're members is just have, I guess the previous, the call them call the previous church. Yeah. There's an, yeah, I guess that we're just giving them the benefit. Of yeah, that, right? yeah. That they'll, they'll say, oh, I used to go to this church. Yeah. And then hopefully, I mean, and here's the other problem is that like, uh, another issue that happens because of situations like that. Yeah. Is that other? They won't say. They they may say. Oh, you know, I went to this church for a yeah. while. What are the cases? But that other church's ministry, the pastor's leadership, yeah. won't contact the church they were at before to see who this person. Oh is. yeah. Which yeah. is something that either they should do, especially if they're in a situation where there's no clear idea yeah. of who they where they were before, yeah, yeah. right? Um, there's no contact between churches because they're just okay, good, good. You're in our church now. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's sometimes the mentality. Yeah. like, oh, you went to that church for a while. Okay, it's like, but now you're here. Forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> you're with us now. There's that kind of mentality when it's like, no, hold on a second. Like, there's a reason. What if there was a reason he left that church yeah. or she or she went that left church? Exactly. Why, why are they exactly. coming to your church? Yeah. Because you have more hot girls at your church, you know? Because that happens, like, yeah. which is really messed up. Yeah. But that happens, you yeah. know? Like, oh, they're they're a little older and they want to get married. They're getting pressure from their parents to get married and, you know, all this stuff. So yeah. they go visit other churches. And yeah. it's like, well, that's not a good yeah. reason why you exactly. should go visit exactly. other churches, you know? And, yeah. Um, so that I think that sort of accountability between churches in the same area needs it's to... It's really important. Maybe something needs to happen. Even if it's not in the same area, like, you should always... Oh, that's true. Vet and, and that's make right. sure you understand. Like, hey, like, is this a member that's in good standing? Mm-hmm. Is this a member member mm-hmm. that we wanna we wanna bring into this group like that? You yeah. Know, it, do we want them to be a, a part of our family? You know, you wouldn't, you know, when you wouldn't just just bring in anybody. Right. You know. Right. That's so true. Um, yeah. Do you get a sense right now, as of now, like uh, that your members have an appropriate weight or they put an appropriate weight on membership like do you think they're getting like like you said like yeah. they, they, they like both of us and the people that we're working with maybe they didn't have this like a sense of what membership mm. really was coming in um, yeah. do you think they're, that's getting better now like as you're about a year in or so yeah I, I definitely think that they're they're getting it more and more uh-huh. um, I think for me too like because I didn't have it uh, this is technically my first like 
true membership process that I'm like completely thinking through and trying to figure out and I'm still learning as I'm going too. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as much as I'm learning, I think they're learning and I'm starting to understand it and get it. Yeah. Um, I think some of them um, have been at some other churches that have membership, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, so they have some sort of understanding coming in, um, but a majority don't. So I think they're, they're still learning and still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it does take time. Um, I, I, I like to say that our church is in a place where we're in the we're in the culture building space. Like we're in the we're in a time where we're just really building the base culture of, of what we want our church to be, what sure. we want our, our, our members and our family to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that process, it's going to take time. Take mm-hmm. time to build that culture. Take time to teach culture. Take time to um, get people to just understand why and buy into it, yeah. and then in turn share it. So yeah, yeah. Um, even though that's taking time, I can definitely see like people buying in and wanting to be a part of it. I, sure. Um, I'm still trying to figure out like what exactly has to go through uh, like a membership meeting um, yeah. what stuff has to really be voted out yeah. you know our our KM side even though technically we're one church they don't vote for a lot of things right they don't have a say into what you exactly. guys do necessarily exactly and they small things exactly and even even this large church structure um, you know will will our do our members have a right really to, to speak into that you know and, and in some senses they do but in the, the structure of the church itself, it's not really there yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just, how do you move forward with that? How do you build on that? How do you um, get aligned on the same page with the KM to be like, hey, yeah. our members are members too. We should get a vote. But then what I think an even harder and more complicated situation is, what if the KM doesn't have that kind of structure? Mm-hmm. What do you do as an EM? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, because I want to vote for things. I want to vote through things. I want to vote through decisions. I want to make sure yeah. that it's not just me desiring for something to happen, but it's truly that God is leading and building our culture and vision to go towards that. So right. that when the members vote for it, it's not just, hey, I'm making decisions. You guys follow me. It's like, hey, we're going to buy into this together and move as one unit. We're going to move as one family in this direction. Yeah. You know, if uh, a lot of times... Um, Families, they make decisions together. Yep. They want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. At least that's what a healthy family looks yep. like. So we want it to happen that way. But when the CAM doesn't have that kind of structure and the CAM's more of, hey, we're going to just have a leadership group decide everything together. Sure. And then we're just going to announce it to all the other members. Yep. Um, it gets really complicated. It gets really difficult. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think it'll it'll be really interesting having to work through that. Um, it's definitely something that's been on my mind, and mm-hmm. um, I've been really just kind of praying and thinking through that. Like how how do we proceed? Yeah. From that? How yeah, do we yeah. proceed as as two what what like you said what some people con- would consider two different churches yeah. within one building, mm-hmm. um, but then we want to say no no, no we're, we're still one church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you proceed in that? Yeah, yeah. It's a complicated situation, and I I mean this conversation is just reminding me uh, one of the reasons why we decided to go through like do blank slate yeah. and start a membership over was that we had a church-wide membership meeting or members meeting, yeah. quote-unquote members yeah. meeting. Uh, like all church, KMEM, all of us came together uh-huh. uh, to take care of this really important decision. Um, and everybody voted. Uh-huh. And I don't know that everyone should have. <laughs> you know, everyone got a vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that was a weird thing because it's like, should everyone have exactly. had a vote? You yeah. know, like at that point? Like, uh, why is that? And so it was really complicated, like going through the, that question because it's like, I don't know that all of our EM members went through, should get a say in this decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. And and I was questioning, even, should I? Because yeah. I had just come into the church at that point yeah. uh, for only a few months. And then here was this decision that I made. And I was like, and I just realized, it's like, you know, I just came on as staff 
but I never went through the membership process, and that's another whole issue. Yeah, like, yeah. The staff, when you're hiring new staff, you yeah. have to go through a membership process. I made process. the membership. But I didn't go <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, am I a member? <laughs> you know? Am I a member of my own membership yeah, process? Yeah, and so, th- and then if I'm not, then did those other members that we made members through the membership process that I made, are they members now? Is that their membership valid because they went through a non-member? <laughs> yeah. they, but then are they more members because they went through membership, but I didn't go through membership? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we get stuck in that. But anyway, but yeah, it was one of the bigger reasons was like, yeah. how do we settle this? How do we make this clear? And, mm-hmm. and things like voting uh, rights, those, those rights and privileges that yeah. come with uh, membership in the covenant, like that's that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And those are all things obviously dictated by scripture yeah. to some extent. You know, obviously scripture isn't super clear about what yeah. membership should look like. in church. But there are some principles and things there that like give us an idea. You yeah. Know? Like having a role and uh-huh. an account of who is actually coming yeah. in. Like the scripture has plenty of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, they name people by name. They're like, oh, 3,000 were saved and baptized yeah. at once and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And, and even um, the culture of, of them buying into each other's lives right. and willing to sacrifice for one another. Yeah, the yeah. exhortation to love yeah. one another, to bear each other's burdens, yeah. to pray for each other. All those things are all there. And those are all signs, like really significant signs of mm-hmm. what church membership in that culture yeah. should, should really look like. Yeah, so Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Well, any last uh, thoughts or uh, comments about membership? What, what, like, anything on your mind that you? I mean, it's interesting just because, um, like, you you were kind of talking about how the church doesn't specify. I mean, the Bible doesn't specify certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible really doesn't specify what to do with the bilingual church. Oh, exactly. You know? Yeah, and maybe that's going to be a topic we can talk about in the future. Sure. Yeah. But you know, even with membership, that brings up some issues because of the fact that. Um, it's not clear in the Bible how to handle that, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think a lot of people have really figured out the right way to really do that. Sure, you know? sure. Um, and you know what is the right way? You know, mm-hmm. Will will the right way really work at every single church? Yeah. Well, well, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, when you think about um, Galatians, right, uh-huh. and Peter sitting with the Jews, and you know, like that whole thing uh-huh. happened, right? I guess that technically is a bicultural issue, but it's not a bilingual but, issue. It, yeah, is it bilingual? Yeah, I think I bicultural is one thing. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. You know, and that's what multicultural churches are, is, is, sure, you know, sure. those kind of situations. But if they can't even communicate to one another, <laughs> that's is, it a whole, is, it, is, it, is it something else? Yeah, you know? that's so, true. That's true. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think that's a that's a question that we've, conversations we've had throughout seminary and mm-hmm. trying to figure out, understand that. I, I know certain churches that have a good model, yeah. but then... And it works for It works for reason. them. Yeah. yeah, it works for them. In their context, yeah. Um, but... You know, is it, oh, do we just have to imitate that exactly in order yeah. to get what we need? Or yeah. Is there yeah, that's concept? a whole other pod, huh? Yeah. Multicultural, <laughs> quote-unquote, multicultural. Multicultural, multilingual. I kept, I kept doing air quotes to say <laughs> multicultural, but I realized, oh, you guys can't see me <laughs> do the quotes. Quote-unquote, quote-unquote. Quote, 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 unquote. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it's, membership is, is, I think it's a good place to definitely start as a church. I yeah. Think it's really helpful. Um, really gets people to just buy in and helps give at least the pastoral staff an understanding of, okay, who do I need to pour into? Sure. Because I think when you come into a church and you're in a situation where just you have all, like, you, you don't have a clear membership, then you're literally like, I got to pour, pour into every single person. Yeah. But then when you have membership, you say, okay, well, I'm going to pour into these guys first, build the culture, and then as people buy in, I'll pour into them and I'll pour into them and, and we'll get these members to then pour into other people as right. well. Um, so it's a good. I, I think it's been so beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm still learning, but it's been such a big benefit, and I think it's something that I would really want other uh, Korean churches to really think about. Mm-hmm. You know, even 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 if it's um, you know in an EM KM context, or even for like youth groups in a in a in a KM, like really think about um, is is membership good for us? Should we should we start doing that? And mm-hmm. I think it's a great place to start. Yeah.
Oh my God, oh. we are late for work. Well, Ben and I are on our way back to the office. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed your lunch and our lunch and the conversation that we had. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about the conversation that we had, you can email us at ourlunchbreakpodcast at gmail.com or you can download the Anchor app. Uh, the Anchor app is where we are recording our podcast. Uh, there's a cool feature on there where you can leave uh, a voice message or a voicemail uh, for us so that we can listen to later and uh, we may, maybe we'll respond to it in a later episode. So please feel free to do that and uh, you're invited to lunch next week. So please join us next time uh, at our Lunch Break Podcast. <laughs>